Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 88, Edward. Um, oh, joy. Don't, don't, don't try. Don't try. Just mm-hmm. don't. Just don't try to find a flare. Well, I mean, no. Just don't. But hey, so... Um, how was your Mother's Day? Uh, I, I, I don't know if you're asking the our listeners or are you asking me. I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, how am I gonna ask uh, my? How am I gonna ask the listeners? Hey, you know, they how do I get a respond that. from the listeners? That were they would appreciate that. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they would appreciate it. All right, all right, listener, how was your Mother's Day? Let's just briefly stay quiet for a bit as you explain how your Mother's Day was. I don't know why you would, because then you just look like an idiot talking to talking out in the abyss. So, so congratulations, Edward. You made them look like an idiot. No, they could literally just you know drop a line on our Instagram or Twitter. You know, you can go ahead and let us know, and we'll gladly you know rebuttal or you know, hopefully they did have a a really really good Mother's Day. Uh, you know, best wishes to everybody out there. What? <laughs> nothing. Ever. Nothing. This is. I'm just dumbfounded right now. <laughs> very, very dumbfounded right now. Mm. All right. <laughs> really don't know how to how to don't really know how to transition out of this one here. <laughs> All right. Maybe you My should man. just tell me how your Mother's Day went. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Just been here with my mom and the kids. Was that so hard, Edward? Hmm? Was that so hard? No. No, it wasn't. Uh, apparently it was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, obviously, uh my uh well for my mother's uh mother's day for, for my mom, we we had we had Olive Garden. Um and oh, then nice. we had peach cobbler flan. So, wish my brother made homemade. So, no, nice. It was interesting. Yeah, it was really good. Um, 
I mean, it was his first attempt at Peach Poplar and Flan, so very impressed. But I mean, Hori just Hori just does stuff like that, anyways. But so while Hori was making some some goodies, uh, I bought my mom flowers because I ain't no chef. So, huh. well, I hope everybody had a good Mother's Day. Um, I I apologize for Edward making you look like a making look making you look like an idiot, but. Huh? Kind of. No, kind not of. really. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, that's that's up to you if you want to make them feel that way. But not me. I genuinely, you know, wish them. I, I I wish them a happy Mother's Day, but I'm not gonna sit here. Oh, how was your Mother's Day? How hey. how am I supposed to get a response from that aside from social media? Exactly, social media. Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we do have quite the episode for you guys. Um, we have headlines, we have our debate topic. Uh, we're going to uh, look back at the reclassification for Liga Mekis because that was that was one hell of a weekend for, for Liga MX. Uh, preview the quarterfinals. We'll recap the semifinals of the Europa Conference League, the Europa League, and the Champions League. Um, we will we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about the finals, but we won't necessarily do a a uh, a, a in depth preview aside the action the Europa League final just because that one's going to be coming up pretty soon. Um, we'll recap the champion the Concacaf Champions League because we finally have an MLS team that has won the Concacaf Champions League, so that's that's great. And uh, we'll do our players of the week. Give you guys some games to watch this coming weekend. And wrap this up with a three up, three down. And the topic will be the summer. So it's going to be the summer that we'll be touching up for three up, three down. I'm sure there's going to be some not horny uh, options given from Edward and Spencer. But you know what? I can't promise you guys that because, well, I'm sure it's summertime, and I'm sure both of them are going to be horny about something. So that uh, that's going to be that's going to be a thing. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with headlines. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website www.bellyupsports.com to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier not your average website and we're back make sure you guys follow us on instagram and twitter at insert name fc apparently you're going to let us know how your mother's day was through social media so <laughs> once again on instagram and twitter at insert name fc also by the way the jersey giveaway is going to be happening soon i mean the season the, the english premier league season is almost over so as soon as that season's over we're going to announce the the jersey giveaways on instagram and twitter so you might as well just follow us anyways Sure, go ahead and prove me wrong by telling me how your Mother's Day went. By prove that we're right, I guess. I, I have no, I have no <laughs> response to. I, I'm still dumbfounded right now by that that whole conversation. But anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so the first headline: Chelsea finally has an owner. Oh yeah! So it is finally. After a long stretch, like a long series of just people adding more people to their to their 
to their ownership groups. Obviously, you had Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams joining uh, Sir, Sir Martin Broaden. Um, apparently, that wasn't enough because Todd Bowley is now the going to be the owner of Chelsea. Uh, as of right now, obviously, things can change because it still hasn't been official yet. But um, if you guys want to know who Todd Bowley is, Todd Bowley is the co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Eldridge. What is Eldridge? I have no fucking idea, but he's the <laughs> co-founder, chairman, and CEO of it. But what I do know is that he's also part owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, the L.A. Lakers, the L.A. Sparks, Cloud9, which I thought was not real because Cloud9 is uh, the the show the, the store that they use over for uh, Superstore on, on the you know the NBC show. I don't know oh yeah, that's right, Cloud9. So, yeah. I don't know if that's actually a thing or not, but now I'm just kind of in shock. Um, and and DraftKings, so he also has part ownership of DraftKings. So a lot of LA sports there. Um, and you know, he wants, he wants, he wants another team and that is Chelsea um, in his ownership group. If you guys are interested to know is uh, Dodgers part owner, Mark Walters, British businessman, Jonathan Goldstein. Um, the guy that, that uh, Abramovich was actually trying to get, uh, give his ownership to, which is Swiss billionaire Hans-Jörg Wies, you know, at the prime age of 80. <laughs> and um, and the U.S. investment firm Clear Lake Capital are all that encompass the ownership group for Chelsea. Once again, this is it seems very set in stone that he's going to be there. He actually, as a matter of fact, did make an appearance over at that at the Chelsea match that I believe it was against Wolves. Uh, so, you know, he did make his appearance. So there there's clearly like, you know, he's prepared to look at his investment. But right. No, they're obviously still weighing on the approval of the English Premier League and the UK government on before it's official that he is Todd Bowley is now the owner of Chelsea. But with that being said, man, another American has bought a European soccer club. Man, I I, I just remember we were talking about like we were talking about like the uh, how do I say the the whole American ownership of of uh, Chelsea and everything like how we were like Chelsea fans are probably gonna throw a, a bit of a Fitbit rage or like they're, they're just basically just gonna rage altogether. Uh, they are not gonna be happy. Um, now I uh, now I don't know what to expect. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, I just I don't know what to expect. I think um, you said it. Uh, the British government and the EPL is just waiting. They're basically like on standby, just waiting for everything to finalize, everything to, for the dust to settle. But yeah, I I just want to see as soon as they take the reins, uh, what's going to happen. There's going to be like an influx of cash, even though they're already, excuse me, they're already you know pretty heavy on it. Um, I just well, actually, I just want to see. Remember, they're they're broke. True, true, true. They're they're broke. Yeah, because they have to. See some assets, or basically all of them. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, they couldn't even sell tickets. Yeah, so, I mean, um, no, no. And if they sold tickets, I think it was like the money was going to go straight to the British government or the or the EPL itself. Like, I, I don't know how how it's working at that point. Um, but anyways, um, I, I just want to see maybe in a few weeks, maybe in a month. I just want to see um, 
especially right now that uh, uh August is going to come through. We're literally what? Three, three months away from transfer period for the APL. Yeah. So you already know Chelsea fans are either going to be super livid at the end of it or they're going to be super excited. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, because so I just... mean, you know, there, there's, there, it's like Chelsea's, I, I wouldn't say is almost like Manchester United as because I mean, uh, we, well, Manchester United is just, uh, at this point, it's become a dumpster fire. Um, yeah, pretty much. It's a, it's a, it's a burning tire fire that never stops burning. No matter how many times you try to put it out, it just keeps on going. And uh, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. just put it that way. Uh, but with Chelsea, it's obviously because of their financial buy. You know, uh, you you bring in Lukaku, who you thought was gonna make this team even better, and well, well, clearly that didn't turn out well. Um, there's no. you know possibility of him out the door. Uh, you know, Juventus as 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 now has interest in Christian Pulisic. Um, yeah. which I mean, that's going to be also another thing. Like you have an American owner. Would, would you think that he would want his American player? Uh, especially <laughs> him, honest. especially him being like the American player to look at, at Chelsea, you know, like he's actually a big name at Chelsea. It's not like he's like a, a in the bench kind of deal. Like he's actually a big, a well, big he, name for the Chelsea. He's been, he's been, he's been on the bench. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's been on the bench. I'm not saying he hasn't, but it's like, you know, when, you you think of Chelsea, it's like the same way like when you would think of Dortmund and you would see Pulisic in the roster, like you would automatically think he's starting. So you know that's that's how I see it. that's how I see it. it without yeah. the injuries, of course. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. no. I definitely agree with you. I I, I definitely. But the big issue right now is just the fact that like a lot of people don't feel like Pulisic is getting a fair shot, and then he comes out and he scores some like amazing goals, some game winners sometimes. So yeah, just, exactly. So it's like. You know, you got to give this guy his chance. Um, but, yeah, I'm, it, Chelsea's a weird situation because, I mean, like I said, the, there there's a lot of teams kind of, you know, like there's blood in the water and other clubs are, are looking at as, as this as an opportunity to get some, some prime players at a team that isn't necessarily in a good financial position. Um, but now that they have Todd Bowley, who's we'll see how that looks. What kind of owner is he gonna, is he going to be involved? Um, or, or is he just an, another American that just wants to buy a, a club? So that's, that's going to be the real question. Um, I mean, it's LA, you know, we know what Dodgers do. Well, you know, it's funny. People talk about how like the LA Dodgers buy their players and it's like, not really. Cause a lot of the guys, they've gone through their system, which is kind of interesting that, that the Lakers on the other hand, um, is a team that just goes out and gets, gets, tries to get the best players, um, just don't listen to LeBron because clearly that's what causes caused that team to fall apart. But yeah, I mean, so it's going to just depend on what kind of owner we're going to see from Todd Bowley. Is he going to be willing to open up the checkbook to go and get players that can improve this team, which Chelsea is a really good team. There's no doubt about it. It's just, um, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. They, and they haven't really fallen off. They're in third place. So yeah. I, it's not it's, it's not like they're a bad team. It's just they just got put in a weird situation, and even in this weird situation, they've still been able to 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 keep going. Um, which is kind of like once this is once again the opposite of of Manchester United. Um, right. 
not a it's not the best situation to be in, but they seem to have made it work. Exactly. I mean, I just I, I don't know, man. Like, um, I'm just excited to see. Uh, I, if anything, I'm excited to see what's gonna be in Chelsea's um, like what their moves are gonna be for the transfer period, and also like what are they going to bring in and what are they going to get out? Cause there's no way that they're going to be like, okay, we're just going to keep everything and then let's just go ahead and, and bring in like another boatload, boatload of players or like two or three high, high, um, high value players, you know, again, while you're not really getting rid of, you know, maybe players who are not going to be linking up very well. They're not going to have the chemistry that you're looking for just because you have the money. That's true. I think definitely team. I I feel like this should be the last year team of Verners at Chelsea. Um, same thing for, uh, for, I think what's his name, uh, Zayek. I think the same thing. Oh, for him. Zayek. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from from those three, the three, the three that 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 group, because obviously it was Werner, uh, Zayek, and and Kai Havertz. The only one that has panned out is Kai Havertz. Like, and it's not even like remotely close. Um, yeah. Like those two kind of fell off the woodwork. Um, I don't know. If you, I feel like Lukaku deserves like a a fair shot. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> I I I I saw Lukaku and I was just like, this team just got scary. Because I mean, if they were able to do the damage they did with with Olivier Giroud, you know, just imagine what they could have done with Lukaku. And right. apparently, Giroud was the better option. <laughs> but especially because he was a cheaper option. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean, he was. I mean, hands down, he was. Yeah, it was. It's a, it's a weird situation, but I think that I I gladly take this situation over Manchester United situation right now. So, and and I mean to pour more salt in the wound. Uh, it seems very very official that Erling Haaland will be going to Manchester City. Yeah, they, they. I think they reached an uh, an agreement already. So that's. I mean, that's gonna be. That's gonna be crazy. Well, so much for him going to Real or Barcelona. We're over. Here. Well, I was over here thinking that he was gonna end up going to, to Barcelona. I was excited about that. Yeah, I I, I thought that was a bit of a pipe dream. Um, <laughs> I mean. I mean, I don't know, man. PSG's throwing smoke and mirrors right now. They're, like, announcing that Mbappe signed a two-year contract, and then Mbappe's mom was really quick to be like, no, he hasn't signed anything. <laughs> I'm sure. Because, <laughs> so, I mean, Mbappe's yeah, going to be a free transfer, and we'll we'll get yeah. to that a little bit later into this, into this episode. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a uh, – this is going to be – this summer – I think this summer might be the craziest summer. I mean, we had Ronaldo – well, Apparently Ronaldo and, and and we we had Messi watch for a while, but there's so many big names going into the summer that could be at different clubs by by the time kickoff happens. Yeah, exactly. And then um, it, I think it's just like okay, so for one, Holland's going to be that high number transfer. Either Mbappe or Holland are going to be the ones to break. Well, actually, no, I take it back. Since Mbappe is going to be a free transfer, he might break the the salary cap that, you know, that that, that uh, a certain player gets paid or even bonuses, uh, signing bonuses, stuff like that. 
Um, but I think Halan might be the player that they're going to end up breaking that that uh that highest uh, transfer of all time for the oh, for man, the time being. paying the the the, the, the release, release clause 63, 63 million I think yeah which oh, okay I mean when you think about it now that's a steal for Holland yeah uh, yeah because you, know you could get a, a, a shitload of money because I mean when they first got him I know he wasn't it's a it's a I mean 60, you, you're 60, you're easily talking about three hundred mil for Holland yeah yeah. So. And this is and, this wasn't even his healthiest year, but you still have to pay up that much because you knew what what Holland could bring. Yeah, and then um, the thing is, uh, I think is um, I heard it's uh here. Let me see. Uh, okay, so Holland passed all the medical tests, and then he's going back to Dortmund, and so maybe he'll it'll be official by the end of the week. Yeah, so by the time this episode drops, you might it might be already official. But <laughs> yeah, Manchester City, um, I, they really want to win the Champions League. That's all I. Yeah. That's all I'm getting from from this from this move is exactly that. But back to Chelsea, man. Congratulations, they finally got an owner. Hopefully, they they'll be able to be back afloat. Um, hopefully, they can keep some players. Um, but yeah, obviously, still waiting on the approval of the English Premier League and UK government. But it seems very likely that Todd Bowley will be the new owner of Chelsea Football Club. Yep. All right, so, now going into some very, very shitty news. Uh, Gianni Infantino. So if you guys don't know who Gianni Infantino is, he's the, FIFA, he's the current president of FIFA. Um, he has received quite the backlash for what his comments were about migrant workers, um, which if you guys don't know, obviously one, one of the few controversies about Qatar hosting the World Cup Aside from it being illegal to be gay, which once again I'm still, <laughs> I'm st- you're still you're still like I don't know if that's even true or not anymore. I just can't believe that's a thing. Like, <laughs> I think you made that joke when we talked about this. They had they bought uh Jim's uh gaydar. <laughs> oh yeah, they bought Jim's gaydar. <laughs> oh man, but that that to me, I'm, I'm still very dumbfounded by that one. Um. Speaking of being down, dumbfounded, <laughs> but you know that obviously the fact that clearly this was a money grab. It was ne- nothing else. I get that they're trying to spread soccer to Africa and and the Middle East. I I get that 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 same. But when when you clearly have evidence that and there was an investigation that you were basically bribed to to have them host the World Cup. Um, kind of like you you can call them out on their bullshit yep. so so yeah everything's not looking good fifa uh, you know you know once again they're, they're, they're not necessarily once again we we don't expect fifa to be the you know we know fifa's corrupt it's not shocking but so obviously but the other big thing was the fact that qatar has been using migrant workers to build their stadiums and and trying to, you know, obviously build their everything up for for when the World Cup comes in Qatar, which is actually in a few months now. Crazy now that we're thinking about it. Um, and they weren't paying them. Um, they weren't giving them much breaks, uh, if any breaks at all. There was no no food for them, um, and they weren't getting paid. So essentially, they brought migrant workers to be slaves. Um, 
So definitely not a good. And people were dying. People were dying on the job. So. So yeah, a lot of, lot of. Lot a lot of, of bad stuff, basically. Of, yeah, going it's on like it's that. like a just a. This is just like a nightmare, for anyone if you're trying to find a way to spin zone this. Um, and, and you've had constant people speaking out about the fact that Qatar is hosting the World Cup. You had Gareth Southgate said make his comments. Uh, Louis Van Gaal made his comments. A lot of people have made comments about how you know it probably shouldn't be here, but. And then also the weird, the whole fact that we're, it's not going to be in the summer. It's going to be in the fall. Um, that, that's also, that's also another thing that's weird. But Gian, Gianni Infantino, I, I think this is like the epitome of just like clueless, like read what, if read the room was a person, I think this is Gianni Infantino. <laughs> um, because this was, so he got a lot of backlash for a comment that he made about migrant workers, and this is essentially the quote that got the most uh, backlash for. My pa- my parents immigrated from Italy to Switzerland, not so far, but still. When you give when you give work to someone, even in hard conditions, you give him dignity and pride. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just <laughs> yeah, you give him dignity uh, yeah, and pride, I'm, but you don't give him death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, yeah, Brad, I was like. Uh, I just I, I can't like I I don't even know where to start how this to is, how this to is like the Superman I can't meme, save this like, I can't say this yeah I was like I can't save this I, I can't say anything and it's gonna be make everything better I cannot like it just I just can't I mean if you want to go full send go full send but but that's the thing I can't like I can't I can't say anything to save it to be like well you know. He, oh, he, you were no, trying to spin no, zone it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm trying to do. Like I'm trying. I'm like, no matter how you spin it, no matter what you say, it, it does not make you look like coming out like like smelling like roses. It's just, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just uh, you can spin zone Manchester United. You can't spin zone this. <laughs> thank you. There you go. Beautiful, <laughs> beautifully well, well done, well done, well put, well put. The, like Manchester United is a dumpster fire. This is a. Like a dumpster right fire here, at a nuclear power plant. No, this is more like the dumpster fire at Chernobyl. Oh, when when Chernobyl was actually about to blow itself up, and then the tire fire is still on fire after all these years. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You talk about like just 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 looking like, and I I mean I get what he's saying. Like you know, me and Edward can both say this are, are both our parents you know our parents did come into this country and and they worked their butts off to give us give me and Edward like the lives that they didn't have you know we both live in in nice you know we both live in homes and you know got to grow up grow up a pretty pretty decent normal life um and it was off the hard work that they did but once again they didn't die um so they weren't I mean granted there's been some places that have some really tough working conditions I mean shoot I, Edward, I'm still like in awe about what your dad does, because um, he's <laughs> yeah. he, he's not he's not a big guy, uh, but it, but at the same time, it's like they were still like working conditions. Like I mean, his his dad is medically covered. He you know he, I'm I, I assume so. Um, you know he has coverage. He you know they 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 I'm sure they let him eat. Um, and one he comes back home. So I mean you know that's 
that's probably like already checks off like the box if if it's Qatar. But you know the fact that they they do come home, you know. But like, it, but it, at the same time, it, this is completely different because they were working, they were employed, they were still getting paid. Probably not a lot, but they still got paid. Versus what's going on in Qatar, where they it's were pressured to at least give them water. And that's the thing. It's just you, like I said, I can't, I can't spin on this. I can't say, hey, this is actually what's going to happen, or this is how it's going to be. Nope, I can't, can't do it, cannot. This might be nope. like one of the most unwatchable, and it, and it sucks because there's like, you know, obviously this could be Messi and Ronaldo's and, and Robert Lewin and Kareem. There's a lot of players. This could be their like last and only World Cup. Um, and so you know, but like this, not only the fact that it's Qatar. But the fact that, um, the fact that it's also in the fall, like this could honestly be one of the most unwatchable World Cups. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like this is like it. It just it's just a recipe of just people might not watch this out of just the fact that it is Qatar. What everything that Qatar stands for and this isn't like a jab at the at the national team because i mean you know me and edward have said a lot of good things about how qatar has been playing as a soccer team but as a country you can't it's like you gotta it's unfortunately that's what it is it's just this country is is very bizarre it's clearly you know homophobic it's it's clearly not treating treating it doesn't have the decency to at least like give people water and a, and a lunch break for, for what they're trying to build for this world cup. The fact that it was all that, that they basically paid their way to have this world cup. There's clearly just so many things wrong with the fact that Qatar is hosting it, that this could honestly be the most unwatchable world cup. And that's even just, you know, despite the fact that this we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi's last world cup. Yep. And that's one thing where I'm just like, man, like, I don't even know what I would do at this point, like, it, it just, you, you expect to see those names on the rosters. That's the best thing. It's like, you expect them to come out swinging. You expect them to come out and be in the starting line and not even just be a sub. Um, we know that they can't really do as much as they did, you know, eight years ago, 12, uh, freaking 12 years ago. Like, we, they can't do the same thing. But, you know, it's still pretty cool to watch them to say, hey, you know, I got to see the last World Cup where Cristiano Ronaldo were Messi. And then that's actually one thing I was thinking about, too, was so I don't know what the weather's going to be like over there um, it, during the fall. I heard the nights get pretty cold over there. I don't know. Yeah, but the reason why they don't do it in the summer is because apparently it was going to be just un- ungodly hot. Yeah, I mean. Hell, think about it here. Dude, here I mean, maybe to... maybe Qatar wouldn't even supply water for the players. I mean, you know, oh god, clearly, clearly they don't give anybody anything if you come from a different country. Don't, 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 don't start, don't start with that. Don't start. With that. I don't even know. Oh boy, <laughs> we don't pay you. Um, <laughs> What's a prize oh. money? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, oh, geez! I don't even know what to say anymore. Well, it's if FIFA is just. 
if FIFA has a PR person, they need to either fire them or you know either hire a PR person because you know Gianni and Fatino needs to learn uh, what's what's the word? Mm-hmm. Uh, not not transparency. Um, awareness. <laughs> there, there we go. go. There we go. He he needs to develop some awareness here. <laughs> Man, you can't train that on FIFA. <laughs> nope, no, you cannot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he needs to. Yeah, like once again, if if someone you know read the room was a person, I think it's definitely Gianni Infantino because that was just uh. <laughs> it's just, oh. oh man, it's like, bro, you are really not trying to. You're really trying to ignore this. <laughs> They're just really trying so hard not. And I mean, it's not his fault. It's it's honestly Seth Blatter's fault that the fact that, which is funny that he was part of that investigation about you know FIFA I mean, being I mean, corrupted. Go figure. From, I mean, from what he said, or from you know from what he said, like you give him dignity and pride. It's kind of like saying, I gave them, I gave them work, but it's not even him. It's more of like he had his quote unquote staff give them work. So he was like, all right, cool. They're, they're taking care of it. I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do somewhere else. And I think that is what probably happened. I'm not defending him in such, such a way. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had to go back and check what was going on. You know, you know what, what I mean? I, I think Gian Infantino is literally that Principal Skinner meme. Uh, which one is it? Because I know there's one that he's just like, I should do this. And he's like, no, no, I shouldn't do that. I'll just leave it somewhere else, and then something like that. No, yeah, it's um uh, the, the 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 Skinner out of touch meme. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I might, just... I might, I might, I might go ahead and make a meme out of that. No man, here we go. Am I? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's like, am I? Am I out of touch? And it's like, no, no, it's it's them. <laughs> Oh man, that's why I was like, eh. that's why I was like, eh. I don't know. I was like, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Expect the now to touch me. Just, just letting you know, just, just happen. It's gonna happen. I have zero. Well, I do have a job, but I, <laughs> I, I, I tend to slack off at moments. But all right. So, so that is, uh, there's. There's no real way to transition out of this because the other the other story is is just as god awful. Uh, yep. But uh, we'll we'll go ahead and and go into it. And it's it's Santi Mina. Um. This is just a year for 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 players just to get uh dealt with some some very very tragic news. Obviously, it, it's it sucks when you know you find out players are 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 abusive in some sense. Um, you know, obviously the Mason Greenwood, uh, what's going on over there. That's, that was one, uh, shocking and tragic, but also just completely, uh, just, just eye opening, uh, for on that situation. Um, and then, you know, obviously what happened with, uh, with Benjamin Mendy, that, that is just still, um, crazy to think that 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 really has that really happened and so now it could be you know now more people are trying to buckle down and make sure that 
you know, justice is being served. And, you know, the next player to to be dealt with that is Santi Mina, who is currently a – well, actually not currently, but um, previously played for Celta Vigo. He was a forward. Uh, I'm sure FIFA will remove him from FIFA as we speak or has sure. already done it. But he was handed a four-year prison sentence over sexual abuse. Um there was a trial that was done back in 2017, back when he played for Valencia. And actually, as a matter of fact, a teammate of his, David Goldar, was also in part of that case. I guess they both partaked in it, but they were acquitted. Um, but they decided to I, – I didn't really get all the details on it, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if they reopened the case or maybe he got hit with another one and they, um, they were able to – to finally do justice uh, for the person that has been abused. But as of right now, Celta Vigo has suspended him and are waiting for more information before they make a final decision on Santi Mina. But Edward, another player, you know, taking advantage of, of something that they probably don't even think they need to do. But and it's not more, more so of an athlete thing. I think that's just a person, of, you know, that's obviously a, 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 a mental thing. So um, everyone's different in their own way, but um, yeah, another, you know, but obviously they're an athlete, so they're going to get a little bit more attention than, than other issues. But yeah, we're another, another athlete getting hit with sexual abuse. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I'm at a loss. Like, for, first of all, you may not be like one of those big name soccer players, you know, like, but you are a professional soccer player. You know, you, you can get tail whenever you want. If you, that's what you're basically using that soccer player platform for. There's no reason to get violent. There's no reason to get handsy. There's no reason to get like, like that. I'm telling you, man, there's, there's certain situations, even in, at us, like at our regular, our regular jobs. We've got we've we've heard of situations where it's like um, sexual abuse, but it's it's just not even to the point of uh, to rape. But like, okay, like you know, hey, this guy is touching this girl. Okay, that's not cool. We go ahead and have the what's it called that uh the come the sexual awareness course well for the whole entire company like. Um, Sexual oh, misconduct, uh, oh, uh, uh, workplace. The sexual misconduct in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, we on regular day on our regular day jobs, so like, we have to deal with certain type of stuff like that. Now, just think about it. You basically magnify that ten times, and you'll get basically uh, players of not even of like high caliber, but like soccer players who are basically looked at as you know heroes in kids' eyes as athletes as. As like you said, like even they're in video games, they're in certain people are going to be like, oh, okay, you know, cool. I like this player. This player plays good. You know, like because I mean, you know me, I'm I like players individually, and I, like they're dribblers. You know, they're the ones that are like out there. They they do other stuff. Something something Mina, you know, like like I said, I I I have to ask you. I was like, hey, so who's this dude? And then nah, he's he's not on my radar, but knowing that even if he could be like a local hero or a local celebrity, you know, it, it's not a good look at all. 
to to be to be in his shoes and even in his family's shoes it's like you know it's 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 a lot to take in no yeah and that that's that's and and kind of what you mentioned like because you know obviously we're talking about europe so those local clubs that those players mean a lot more to to them locally obviously we're american so we don't care about salto vigo but no but i mean like but, but i mean like it's kind of like uh but if you're from there you obviously you grew up with that team you and and you also got to think about your teammates you know like you know, you, you've been in the locker room with this guy for so long, and then you find out this other side of his life. Um, and it's a crazy thing. He got acquitted. So maybe they're like, oh, you know, obviously, you know, it it, it, it meant nothing because, you know, they, they acquitted him. Um, but we all know that that doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't do it. It's just maybe they had a really good lawyer at that moment. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, – it's not a good look, not only for the player, but just, you know, the teams. Because you got to think about it. He was on trial in 2017, and, and yet, you know, he still was able to find – still been able to play since. You know, that's, like, really telling of just the, of sometimes the game in general, how people quickly, like, move on from things. And, I mean, granted, like, I'm one of those people that's, like, innocent until proven guilty. Um, you know, I try to – give the benefit of the doubt before it's a fish before, you know, the, the, the results are in, but you know, there's people that don't, that aren't like that. You know, that, you know, you've been accused of this, so you must be that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but clearly he was so, but you know, it, it's one of those, it, it's kind of like how right now for like the outrage behind Deshaun Watson, you know, he got traded to, to the Cleveland Browns from Houston. Um, you know, after having like I think over forty people accusing accusing him of of sexual misconduct, um, I think that number has now shrunken down back to twenty two, um, and he still ends up getting traded to Cleveland and then gets a fully guaranteed contract. And a lot of a lot of the Cleveland Browns fans, there it's a very mixed group. There's people that are are just happy that they finally have a quarterback, and then there's those that are just very uncomfortable that you have somebody that's currently on trial for, you know, over 20 cases of sexual misconduct is, is, is it like, it's not a good look for the Cleveland Browns because, you know, yeah. oh, it's it, once again, it's like, Oh, we, we don't care about that stuff. We just care if you can win. And so right now, maybe Celta Vigo is, is now in that situation right now. No, I mean, I, it, they're not like a big, big team to be like, okay, yeah, we're, we're losing this one player. Okay, cool. We can replace him real quick. You know, like he'll be, like, you know, okay. So these made the, the major clubs and the major teams, like maybe because we don't follow them or we're not there, they'll go ahead and announce it in, immediately on social media. Okay. We have let go of this player. This player is no longer part of our, you know, of our staff, yada, yada, yada. With Celta Vigo, I feel um, like it, they're going to take a little bit more time because they they might not have like a backup for him, but also it, it takes a lot of uh, of money because it's not going to free them up of any money, really. I'm like, he's still kind of like under contract. Um, and like you said, they're waiting for more information. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have, have to burp real quick. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, obviously you want to make sure that, like, you know, he's he's actually guilty. 
Um, yeah. And so, like, I mean, that's that's the Elta Vigo situation. I'm sure uh, if Ra- if Real Madrid was in this, if Real Madrid or Barcelona were in this situation, I think they would. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Barcelona's now got Spotify, so, but um, without hesitation, they'd probably cut, you know cut loose with the player. Yeah, I mean, Manchester City, they had no problem to cut ties with Benjamin Mendy. I mean, oh granted, yeah. Yeah, granted, I mean, but what Benjamin Mendy did was very, very bad. I mean, you know, Santi Mina is also, you know, it's also bad. It's all bad. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, Man City had no hesitation. So, I mean, you you have a point there. Uh, you know, depending on, like, how the club is finan- financially, that could also dictate why they choose to keep players or not. Um, I mean, Manchester United, I mean, Mason, I, I, I believe Mason Green was still suspended. I think so, yeah. He's uh, – I mean, he hasn't been in the roster. That's why we haven't really put on there. Yeah, so um, being, so it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen there for those you know, guys that are in those situations. But, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just another, another rough look. Not only – I mean, rough look for the game, obviously, but just in general that we're still having the – you know, we have issues like this that – you know, I, I, it, it's not one. Of, it's not like it does. It, it you know, it, it's just like some people are just are just like that. It, it's unfortunate. Um, I don't. It's I don't. Sometimes it doesn't have to deal with their upbringing. Some of them have like pretty normalized Mason Greenwood, pretty normal you know upbringing, um, and then just happens to be doing this. Like yeah. The, the motivation is uh, is not is very un, un, uncertain and. What's the reason behind it? But maybe it's just the fact that now he thinks he can get whatever he wants. Maybe Santamina felt like that way too. And, you know. It, like he felt entitled to it because of his status at this point. So, yeah. So, one, justice for the people that were affected by this. Uh, that's what one thing I hope for. Um, but two, um, yeah, this, it, it, hopefully we can not have these issues, but. You know, we live in the world we live in. Yeah, exactly. That, and it sucks. It sucks to say that there's people that do, you know, all this stuff. But all right, man. Um, so we're going to go into our debate topic. This debate topic is brought to you by Bonfire, the insert name LFC clothing store given obviously by Bonfire. So make sure you guys go ahead and check out the insert name FC clothing store. You can find it on our bios. At insert name FC on Instagram and Twitter. Check our link tree right there, and you'll see the the clothing store. Get yourself some insert name FC swag. Um, but Edward, kind of how we talked about Erling Haaland, um, and then kind of also talked about Mbappe. You know, Mbappe is going into into uh, almost near the end of his contract. The season once the season's over, he's he's a free agent. Um, Luka Modric is also in a similar situation. Angel Di Maria, Paul Pogba. Um, it's it's quite the list of players that are that are going to be going that are, that are going to be out of contract by by the summertime, which is one of the reasons why I think this summer is going to be really interesting to see where some of these players end up going. But um, it's not something we've seen very. I've rarely seen this happen as much as far as me, you know, watching it, watching the game as long as I have. I've yeah. never seen many guys that just go out of contract, mainly because most clubs want to get something out of these players, you know, obviously money wise. Um, usually we see those blockbuster transfers, but now we're seeing guys just leaving their club and, and testing out the market. We saw last year with Messi. Um, 
do you think we're going to start seeing more? Should actually not not. Do you think should we should more players wait till their contract expire versus letting their clubs dictate what club they're going to be going to? Yeah. Um. Well, let's uh. Should more players wait till their contract expires? Honestly. Okay. All right. All right. Let's put it this way. <clears throat> as a as an average Joe that we are, let's put it this way. If you got offered while you're in the middle of, let's say, your 90 days starting point, your starting period, you know how we always do the 90 days things that you basically can't quit, you can't do this, you can't do that, whatever. You got 90 days. Now, in those 90 days, you get offered another job that you know is going to pay well, is going to pay better than your current job. Maybe the schedule is even better. Who knows? Um, I, I've done that before. I've done it before. I've jumped the gun uh, where I've had a job, and then like, I've only stayed there for like a month. And then I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. you know. And then they're like, no, you can't leave because you know. I was like, okay, well, then. I quit like right then and there, you know, like that's it. Like, I just don't want to be here anymore. I quit. I get another job, better paying. It worked out. Um, so I would say yes. Uh, I, I would actually say actually no. Like, uh, because the thing is like, it's kind of like, it makes you feel like you do have that commitment. Now, if other, like, let's say other, other teams, they're willing to pay that release clause. They're willing to be like, you know, break the release clause, we're going to go ahead and, you know, break that, break the contract for you and we'll pay you more and we'll give you a, this much signing bonus, stuff like that. You know, you're moving on to a better team and you're going to be a starter. I mean, I would say, okay, jump at it, jump at the opportunity. If you, if the player feels that they're ready for it, they feel that they can go ahead and do it. I would say do it. If they know they have the, 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 the gameplay for it. I mean, <clears throat> we've had like the success stories. We've also had the flops. So it's like, um, so, okay. Another, another, I guess another, or another way to put it, your cell phone plan, you know, like shit, you are, you're under contract or whatever. Cause there's a lot of uh, cell phones that are now like month to month, but now there's also contracts and you can upgrade all this, all this stuff. If you jump from one to another, they're like, okay, we're going to charge you this X, X amount for leaving us. Sometimes the other company will be like, okay, we'll pay that amount if you join us and get a phone with us and then have service with us. You know, like, so it's kind of like that. Like, would you want better service? Would you want a better phone? Would you want a newer phone just to get out of the current contract that you're in right now? And knowing that you'll pay less, you know, so it, it, it like a lot of things come into play. Um, so I personally, I would say no. I was like, they should just, you know, keep keep doing what they're doing because it's not like that's the reason why they do make contracts. That's why there's also like release clauses. There's uh, penalties for whenever. And a lot of the times, you know, if the club really wants this player, they'll pay all of that and more. Just, just for that, and, and then that that means like both both clubs are actually satisfied 
because of what they did, because of the purchase they did, because of the, the, the player they sold, and they get reimbursed for basically losing a key player or even like a sub player who was basically in the making to be a starter. So they have enough money and time to play with, you know? So, I, I mean, I, I think, no, like, uh, I, they, I, as long as, like I said, if they feel that they're ready to jump over a club, that they feel that they can break the contract and move on to a bigger, better club, then no, like they should just, they should keep doing what they're doing. So don't wait till their contract expires. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- um, I feel like there's a gamble with with letting your contract expire, depending on what kind of player you are. Um, I think the, the, the one thing that the benefit of, of letting your contract just expire and, is that you can, you could just, you know, you can go to whichever, obviously depending on who has interest in you, but, you know, you can go to any club you want. Uh, essentially you get the call, you make the call versus, you know, if you're still under contract with, with one club, like depending on what the club offers to the team, that's the one that they're going to take the deal of. Obviously, you know, after that you have to, you know, discuss, you know, wages and all that. That's, that's a whole other, a whole other thing. But most of the time you have a, as a, you have a very limited list of what your options are. And depending on the quality, and I guess you could say the same thing if you go out of contract, you know, depending on the quality of player, like Luka Modric, do I see him, can I see him be with another top club? Um, maybe in the Serie A. Um, I mean, you know, obviously he, ha- he still has moments of shine that he does. But, I mean, his age is definitely going to be a concern for a lot of teams, is that how long is he going to really be, be able to keep playing? Um, whereas in Mbappe, obviously he's – still very young and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more teams that are going to be fighting for his signature because he's a free agent, but yeah. you know, there's some clubs that also like, they just want to get rid of a player and they don't even care how much they get from him because they're just trying to get rid of a player. Um, kind of like the Gareth Bale situation, but actually I think he's, he's out of contract. I don't really know. He yeah. might be out of contract. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's a gamble on both sides. Now on one end, I can see the fact that it benefits the club more if they if they're able to transfer the player instead of waiting until their contract expires. But obviously, once the contract expires, it benefits the player more to, to more extent because obviously they have more they have more free range and choosing what club they end up going to. Whereas, if they're under contract with a club, they it's either the fact that this club paid is willing to pay more for you. That's the reason why you're you're going to that club. So it's it's a it's an interesting situation, but I think I'm more for the players. So I would say like, I feel like we should see more players wait until their contract expires so that they can go out on their own terms. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of like, that's kind of like how I was thinking. I mean, yeah. I mean, me and you, I guess have the same mentality in that sense, depending on the player. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, that, that also is like, like, <laughs> um, for instance, if I'm trying to think of a player that maybe not many people really care too much about, um, dang, it's hard. Uh, okay, uh, uh, what's his name? Icardi. Mario Icardi. 
Yeah, Icardi. I mean, pretty good player. Shitty teammate. Um, <laughs> I mean, he literally married. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so there's not like many clubs are going to like be like, oh, man, let's like there's going to be some clubs that are going to be like, mm, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to deal with him. I mean, he can score a goal. I mean, shoot, I, I don't even think he's been playing that much this season. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, you know, there's probably going to be some clubs that might take a flyer for him, but there's also going to be a lot of clubs that are just going to be like, I don't know if I want to deal, especially if you have his team, it, 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 you know, the guy that he ended up taking his wife from. Um, so just Jesus Christ, like, as I, just remembering what Icardi does is just like, the man took the dude's wife and then gets and then gets his kids tatted on him. Yeah, that was just nope. That's just that's just saw on the wound right there. Good guy, Cardi. I don't know how he sleep. How, I don't know how he sleeps tonight. But but yeah, so obviously I think depending on the quality of the player and also if there's any, if there's no controversy behind that player, I'm sure that there's some teams that are willing to take a flyer. Um, I think Paul Pog, the Paul Pogba situation is kind of interesting just because of the fact that. One, you know he's a good player, but two, there's so there's like there's some I feel like there's some question marks about his effort right now. Just, yeah. but I mean I think that's just the Manchester United effect right now. But, yeah, it's just it's just Man U, bro. It's just Man it's just Man U. I don't know. I think I think he'll he'll be a different type of player because he looks different in France. But um, but again, that's France. So I mean, it just—I think it just varies, but it varies on the type of player. But then also, like, there's certain players that, like, okay, Milner. I don't think everybody's gonna be fighting for Milner's signature. <laughs> He's a good player, but I don't see anybody fighting for Milner's signature. Right? Maybe like a select few clubs, but like, it's not gonna oh, be God. like, like Liverpool might give him a contract just because it's you know he, he was a captain of you know because of Liverpool. But like I don't I don't see many teams like, oh yeah, let's get we we would love a player like James Milner. So I mean Man City was there. <laughs> Man, oh yeah, you know <laughs> Manchester City legend James Milner. Yeah. <laughs> I always that's, forget that's, about that. Yeah, I remember the uh when Raheem Sterling was saying the number seven jersey was so iconic yeah, in Manchester City. Was, I was just like, who's the legendary number seven? James Milner. <laughs> oh jesus christ all right but guys it's all it's posted on social media go ahead and tell us your thoughts do you think players should let their contract expire and, and just test the market or or do you like you do you like the huge numbers that we see from like these transfer which also is one of the things that like you, you, i love to see it's just like oh my god this this much for this guy so i do enjoy seeing that so We'll see. But yeah, share your, your share your thoughts on, on Instagram and Twitter at InternameFC. Once again, make sure well follow follow us anyways because we're gonna do a jersey giveaway. So go ahead. Two jersey giveaways, but yeah, so you're gonna have to follow us anyways. So we're gonna have to take a we're gonna take a break and then we'll get going with a shit ton of pre of of recaps and previews. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible for this sponsor break. 
And we're back. All right, so we're going to start things off with Liga and Mekis. So we're going to recap reclassification and then preview the quarterfinals. So in reclassification, and Jesus Christ, so many penalties was take had, had to go to for these games. So <laughs> Cruz Azul beat Nakaxa 1-1 and 3-1 in penalties. So, hey, Nick, I, you know, I, I, I did feel this game was going to be very close. Um, because you know they're both like very fairly close to each other, but you know Cruz Azul advances, so no curse this time, I guess. Um, <laughs> I let it go. This San Luis beat Monterrey. That is a shock. Two two three to one in penalties. That's a shock right there. Yeah. So I mean, hey, if you get into the penalties, that's anybody's game. But if you go in as the underdog and you make it to penalties. You you gotta feel like you have this, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, looking at look, uh, San Luis versus Monterrey, I mean, you would automatically think Monterrey has this. Monterrey has this, and I think we said that in the last one. Yeah, boy, <laughs> we were wrong. Um, but boy. but yeah, Atletico uh, Atletico de San Luis is advanced to the next round. Puebla beat Mazatlan two to two, and you guessed it, three to one in penalties. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, we 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 guessed Puebla was gonna be Mazatlan. We both had, but, uh, but we man, didn't. We that, didn't think that you know, game. That game, because I was watching it. It was on Mother's Day, literally, like right in Mother's in Mother's Day dinner. Uh, <laughs> and I will, I will honestly say, that game because it was pouring, like it was. There was a downpour in that game. So you you got slips, falls, and like some of the sloppiest goals you've ever seen in your life, which was very entertaining. Uh, but yeah, that game was just, and I thought, uh, this is the thing I'm going to say the ref, when he pulled out, a uh, a uh, like a, a towel, like, I guess a handkerchief, not a handkerchief, a towel off of, out of his pocket to wipe his face off when it's downpouring was to me, like the most, the most useless gesture I've ever seen in my life. Cause I mean, <laughs> like, I, why'd you wipe your face off? You're just going to get hit with more rain. And, yeah, pretty much. It was just and at this, fall point, on you at this point, your clothes are drenched, which means the towel is drenched. So I like. I mean, shout out to that ref for trying to wipe his face off from there's a downpour. Like it looked like a monsoon that was happening over there in, in that game in Puebla. But all right, and that was my highlight of, of the Puebla Mazatlan game. <laughs> and the the only game that decided not to not to go to penalties, Chivas beat Pumas four to one, which. So much for being game with, so much for being the good game. I thought apparently Pumas is not a good matchup for Chivas. Damn, yeah. <laughs> oh no, man. But that is reclassification. So the quarterfinals, you have Pachuca, who is number one in goals allowed, and not, which means they allow the fewest, and number one in goals scored. I wanted to point that out just because there's a reason why there's your reason why Pachuca finished first place. Um, Mm -hmm. But they'll be taking on Atletico de San Luis because Atletico de San Luis is the lowest seed that is entering the quarterfinals. Um, This is two legs, though. This is now two leg matchup. So, you know, hopefully Atletico de San Luis can do something in that first leg. Um, because I believe the first leg, I think it's gonna be the their home game, and then the second leg will be in Pachuca, or it could be the other way around. But anyways, 
hey, if Atlético de San Luis can do well in that first leg, who's to say that they can't come out on top? But we're also talking about Pachuca, who just does just did a complete 180 from last season, and they look very strong right now. Yep, you're right. So, I mean, I would have to say Pachuca. Man, uh... As I much guess, as yeah, I would I love to girl. ride this Atletico San Luis train, really want to. I mean, I I, I would say Pachuca as well. Yeah, it's like there's no way. Um, the next matchup is Tigres versus Cruz Azul. Edward, how are we feeling here? That's a tricky one. Like the the curse of Cruz Azul, you know. But at the same time, it's like they've been doing pretty good. They've been doing pretty well. So I cannot. Really it's like I want to see. I mean, Gignac has already won, you know, won, has won a, a Liga MX title, but like, obviously, you have um, what's his name? Uh, dang it, the other French dude. Oh, uh, uh um, the little the kid, um, the kid. Yeah, like, well, he's younger than Gignac. Yeah, well, anybody, everybody, we're younger than Gignac. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he's he's in Tigres too, right? He, yeah. He just left. Uh, Dalvin. There you go. Dalvin. Dalvin. There we go. Dalvin. Dalvin. I would like to see Dalvin win uh, uh, a title as well. And then they got and they got Piojo. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what you. That's what we're pulling for right now. Is we're a Piojo podcast. <laughs> we love it. We love Piojo, but I mean. I, I think I would go with Tigres. Tigres, I think, is – I mean, uh, Gignac is the leading goal scorer for the Clausura this year. So, I'm sure he's going to be a big factor in this game. Um, but, I mean, Cruz, so, you know, you can never you can never doubt them, though. Yeah. But I, I'll, I'll go with Tigres. Mm, uh, me, I guess I'll, I'll stick with Tigres, too, just because – I mean, I feel like that's the – I could be – shooting myself in the foot here, but I feel like he's the safe bet. <laughs> or Tigres is a safe bet. You just want your friend to be miserable, don't you? Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> I got I got Tigres friends too, dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Alright. This this next matchup, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I really can't wait because obviously it's a, it's a classical. Mm-hmm. And that is Atlas versus Chivas. So the two Guadalajara teams are are facing off against each other. So that is going to be some very very intense matches. They're within close distance of each other. So that is going to be really fun. Atlas, I mean, they won they won the Apertura. They would love to to get the 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 full you know the the complete the complete season by winning the the Apertura and the Clausura. Um, yep. Do they have the team for it? I mean. I feel like they still have fairly the same the same team, but I mean Chivas. I I'm sure they got a chip on their shoulder. Um, one of the few teams in Liga Mekis that had well, probably the only team that actually has like an all Mexican roster. Um, and they got some good players too because they got Alexi Vega, uh, Macias. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go with Chivas here. I'm gonna go with you as a Guadalajara. Mm, 
I'll go with that last. Okay. Okay. All right, and the last matchup for the quarterfinals, we have America taking on Puebla. Um, okay. Oh, man. I, I don't know, man. This one... I'll uh, say America because it's like I feel like that's. I gotta go with America. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I gotta go with America. I don't. I want to try to find a way to say Puebla, but I think America's America's the go-to. So, I think only ever well ever picked the the only one the only one that was there ever picked all the favorites, <laughs> but um, <laughs> at least all the higher seeds is basically what ever picked. I, I'm the only one that went different and got Chivas, but. Uh, but yeah, so that is the Liga MX uh, quarterfinals. Uh, can't wait to 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 see who advances to the semifinals. Because man, I actually I don't I don't think I'd be mad with any of these teams, to be honest. That to move on. I mean, it would have been nice to have Toluca in there, but that's not <laughs> that's gonna be. Oof, it's gonna take forever. Like, that's that not gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. Uh, all right, but. All right, on to the UEFA Europa Conference League because, yeah, we still got to talk about that. Um, the semifinals, man. So we're going to start things off with Roma beating Leicester 2-1. to one, And you had the moment where um, Jose Mourinho started crying. Oh, yeah. Hey, that, that goes to show you he's got heart. If Jose Mourinho becomes the only, I mean, the, uh, literally all, the only manager to have won the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Conference League, I I just don't know <laughs> what to say. <laughs> Look, he, he's the special one. <laughs> Look, he just, I just don't know what to say to this. Kind of, this is what I've wanted. <laughs> At the same time, I've said this before, but like. I kind of want, I kind of want Jose Mourinho to win the Europa Conference League because the it's like it's so funny because the only way to get into the Conference League is to finish seventh place, and yep. and um or or not or not be able to or finish in, in third place in in the uh in in the Europa League group. So it's just like it's like one of those like. It's like it's impressive, but like not really kind of thing because obviously, if you're a good club, you're consistently competing in Champions League, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, Pep Guardiola doesn't doesn't. I don't think he has. I don't know if he's ever had an Europa League appearance as a manager because I don't think he's ever been to a club hasn't managed a club that's been in the Europa League. And so and so, it's like one of these like weird achievements that can only happen if you if if you just happen to be in a somewhat mediocre team which Roma isn't a bad team you know obviously what he's done with Roma has has been really impressive but it's like one of these things where it's like you can only get this if you don't even consider you're not even top four in in your league so so it's one of those it's like it's cool that you you accomplish this but at the same time it's like I don't know if anybody else can at least like I don't see a Jurgen Klopp ever being in the Europa League, let alone the Conference League. Um, I can see I can see Mikel Arteta, but that also mean that he would compete. He would have to win the Champions League, but um, <laughs> no, yeah, 
This, this is one of the, it's just one of those obscure like accomplishments that I don't think anybody could really say they can ever accomplish besides Jose Mourinho. Um, uh, I mean, it, I think it would be an accomplishment for him, especially to do. No, it like with... I honestly think it's impressive. Like you know, he's won the Champions League, he's won the Europa League. The fact that he's won the Champions League with Porto, I mean, that's still impressive in no other place. But like, and then also, I think he, I think he might have been the last manager of an Italian club to won the Champions League. <laughs> he might have been. I don't know if. I think you're right. I think you're right. Jesus Christ, that's how long ago it was. But yeah, so because I mean, yeah, so he's he's won the Champions League. He's won the Europa League with Manchester United. So it's like. It's like it's so random that he has managed to have won each of the three, I guess, European titles. But it, it's like one of those things where I just don't see anybody else being able to do that. Unless he just this guy that's just like happens to rebuild the club that he, you know, he just happens to rebuild the club that they were first in the Conference League, then went to Europa League and then went to Champions League and, you know, managed to win all three. But I mean, like, Jose Mourinho literally like went down. Like, he started with Champions League, went to Europa League, and then went to the Conference League. This is, yeah. It's like in baseball, like, you know, when you try to hit the cycle, which is like, you know, obviously hitting a single, a double, a triple, and a home run in one game. And, and Jose Mourinho essentially hit a home run, hit a triple, hit a double, and all he needs is a single <laughs> to, like, complete it. Like, the, the, the easy – I'm not saying that the Conference League is easy, but, like, obviously, like – the the one that maybe most people usually normally get in the game, but he was able to get like the hardest ones out of the way. So true, true. Once true. Again, this is not a jab at like the conference league, but I as a, as a as someone that likes to troll Jose Mourinho, I would love to see Jose Mourinho accomplish this just because it's just like we'll never have a manager that has won a Champions League, let alone win the Europa League and then win the conference and then win the first ever Conference League. So like. And you know Jose Mourinho's ego is going to be off the charts after this. Oh, yeah. Hands down. And if they lose, Jose Mourinho is going to shit all over the conference league. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's going he's like, to say Full that. on petty. Do you, do you think he's going to be – do you think he's going to be like, oh, yeah, like all these people, like, you know, this this cup is beneath me, yada, 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 yada. Oh, I hope you know, so. That, that kind I of really stuff. hope that, so. This is one of those where I don't lose in this situation. Like, if Jose Mourinho wins it, like I said, the whole thing I said, like how obscure that that this accomplishment can be. Yeah. But if he loses it, my God, he's going to he's going to spiral out, and I'm all yeah. for it. Oh, you're like I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, bro, I'm all for it. Oh man, uh. like, <sighs> I just can't wait for the his reaction to the media. That's all I. Uh, that's all I'm waiting for. I wish I could be front and center for that one, but we're not. We're not cool like that yet. Um. Uh, and I, the other game, Fairnor beat Marcel three to two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So the Conference League final will be May 25th. It's going to be between Roma and Feyenoord. I mean, you guys already know who I'm pulling for. Uh, <laughs> I will say, props to Feyenoord, man. That's a, you know, like, 
this is the first this is the first conference league final like no one can no one can no one can say anything other than, otherwise this, this is the first ever final it's going to be remembered i think unless UEFA realizes that the conference league was probably not necessary <laughs> which i mean i won't speak of it but but yeah so roma and fairnord may 25th like i said we won't preview this cuz you know we we probably could do this next week so actually yeah yeah we could probably do this next week um so yeah so that is so that is the europa league conference league semifinal recap and there you know that the final may 25th be ready for that one now the europa league which for some reason is going to be on may 18th so we will preview this one just so we can knock it out of the way because obviously we record these on mondays and for some reason, they decided to have the, the Europa League final the week before the Europa Conference League final. Don't know how that happened, but it happened. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how that happened, but it happened. <laughs> but yeah, so the Europa League semifinals. So Rangers beat RB Leipzig 3-2. to two. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Steven Gerrard must have left this team in a good place. <laughs> like, I mean, so... For for whoever had to take over the team, just had to like just continue the course. I mean, so Steven G continued the game plan. Yeah, yeah, just keep it going. So they beat RB Leipzig. That's a, that's actually a really it's a pretty good feat, man. So yep, congratulations mm-hmm. to Rangers on that one. And Frankfurt, the team the team that just destroyed Barcelona, uh, beat West Ham United three to one. Mm-hmm. So the Europa League final on May 18th will be Frankfurt. Versus Rangers. I'm kind of excited for this matchup. I don't know why. I think it's just because, like, you know, these are two teams that you normally don't hear in the finals. Yeah. And and I think like I, I none of these were in in the Champions League. So these both were like in the Europa League from the beginning. So I think that's impressive. So props to both these teams, both both all the players on that from these teams, the managers, you know, to make it to the final and having to deal with the fact that they would have to play some some Champions League teams in the process of all this and still make it to the final. So full applause to them. But uh, someone's got to win, right? <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a loser in order for them to be a winner. You know? Yeah. So who are you going with in, in this one, Edward? Uh. I mean, to be honest, it's not too, too hard, but I feel like maybe Frankfurt. Yeah, Frankfurt. Frankfurt has actually looked really good this season. They look really strong. Frankfurt has been really good this season. Yeah, you're right. They're a really strong team. I mean, look what they did to Barcelona. Um, Yeah. At Barcelona. And so, I mean, basically, they, they, they never were the same after that. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Frankfurt. Um, I really want to say Rangers. You want to say Rangers? I want to say Rangers so badly, but I don't think I can say Rangers. <laughs> I, I don't think yeah. I can. I, I, d- dang it! And James Sands is on on the rain on Rangers. James yeah. Sands, uh, the American player, he's on, he's on Rangers as well. So that would have been cool to see him win the Europa League. But uh, yeah, I got Frankfurt. Uh, there's, there's just, they've looked so strong. 
this season. And I, I think this would be an amazing way for them to end their season is to, is by lifting the Europa League. I think it would be the perfect way to end their season. Yeah. So. And it'd be good. So, yeah. Just have, to, just have to wait and see, though. Yeah, I mean, obviously, May 18th, the final. So, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for that one. It's going to be – it's going to be a good matchup, though. I think Frankfurt and Rangers hopefully doesn't – as I say that, I hope it's not a 3 nothing loss. 3 <laughs> 3 nothing game, as I say that. But, yeah, that's the Europa League and Champions League. So, in the semifinals, Liverpool beat Villarreal, as expected, 5-2. to two. Though, Villarreal did scare them a little bit in the second leg. Um. That I have no idea what the hell happened in that first half because Villarreal just like found the back of the net twice, and then I guess Liverpool decided to like, okay, we need, we can't we can't lose this. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you're right. But yeah, so they went ahead and beat uh beat uh, Villarreal five to two, and just once again, I said this: the only team that's gonna the only way Manchester City loses this is if Manchester City just I don't just Manchester City is the only way they're gonna lose this game. And uh they did it. You know, Real Madrid beat Manchester City six to five. The first leg, amazing game. Six to three. I mean no not six to three. Uh four to three. Four to three, yeah. The second leg. Just Jesus Christ! It was it was three to one, wasn't? It? Yeah, three to one. I was just in, in complete shock. The fact that you let Rodrigo score two goals in two minutes, and then him coming in too. as a substitute. Yep. And then a costly penalty, and all apparently Benzema offered offered the penalty to Rodrigo so he can get the hat trick, and Rodrigo was like, "Nah, you take it." Yep. So he knew he knew Benzema would either make it. Rodri, he knew it was like uh he'd rather be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and and get and get it. You know, like you go ahead and, and put it in. I'll go ahead and watch from the sidelines. And you gotta give props to Courtois, man. Like I mean, he stepped up big time. Um, I mean, yeah, he gave up the, the initial goal, but I mean but I mean after that, you know, he he definitely kept it kept it very clean over there for yep. Madrid, but mm-hmm. yeah w- once again I like I said this isn't necessarily the best Real Madrid team is it still a loaded team yes I mean th- this was literally the most expensive game <laughs> of soccer <laughs> between <laughs> matches City and Real Madrid <laughs> yeah. but you know like once again Tony Cruz you know plus 30 Luka Modric plus 30 uh Casemiro's Casemiro's thirty. Uh, well, the back line's fairly young. Carvajal is like thirty. Yeah, Carvajal's thirty. Um, you know, Benzema is uh, thirty-two, uh, thirty-three, thirty-two around there. So I mean, like you have some older. You already listed like almost what four players that are four. Yeah, but no, like five players that are like at least thirty and above uh, on that yeah. team. That's almost half the team. Um, I, I don't know how I know Courtois I think is like 28 but like and I mean yeah it's going to be the guys like Vinicius and Asensio and you know they're, they're going to come up big and, and step up in these games and then Rodrigo just once again showing his work people forget about Rodrigo um, yep. 
But yeah, that guy keeps, you know, and Real Madrid didn't spend too much on these two, uh, on Vinicius and Rodrigo initially. And look how these guys are paying off for them. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, but even with that, I, I still, like, I've said it, like, this isn't the best Real Madrid team. Um, and obviously, you know, when you think of the best Real Madrid team is is the years with Cristiano Ronaldo and, and that midfield being a lot more primer than, than what they are. I mean, they're still pre- that midfield is still pretty good. But when you look at Manchester City, like, there's just no way you, you would imagine this team was going to not make the final. Maybe the fact that they don't have, like, a solidified striker, which apparently they've they found their answer in Holland. Um, it, once again, it's just Manchester City was going to lose this game. <laughs> if, like, the only thing that was going to cause them to lose this game was Manchester City. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, Pep Guardiola overthought the tactics in any way. I don't. I just don't know how you give up two goals in two minutes. I, I don't. I don't know either. The game was literally yours, and and after that, you just let Real Madrid score three goals on you. It's just, I have no mm-hmm. words to explain that, and it's kind of oh. like a a very bittersweet moment. Bitter because the curse continues for me because I had Manchester City winning the Champions League. When we when we first t- uh, previewed the Champions League from like the beginning, back when Kelsey was with us, that one episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And, and Real Madrid won, so that's it's the sweet moment is that it's Real Madrid, but bitter because the curse continues. Um, <laughs> so there's that. But the final for the Champions League, which will be May twenty eighth, um, I believe me and Kelsey are planning on doing something for the final. Uh, I think we're gonna do like a watch along. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, well, I'm sure Belly Up will, will give you guys some more details as it gets closer. But May 28th, it is the rematch, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool is a lot different from that, that last time, mainly at the goalkeeper position. Um, but this is what Mohamed Salah wanted. He wanted Real Madrid, probably because Sergio Ramos is not on the roster anymore. But... <laughs> But yeah, man, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. It's a really exciting matchup. Liverpool has a has a chance of ha, is still fighting for a quadruple. Um, I mean, depending on what happens with the Premier League, but they have a chance at a quadruple. Uh, Real Madrid, you know, hoping to fight for a double here. It's really exciting. Can't wait. Obviously, we'll preview this when we get closer to the Champions League final. But, but yeah, so that is who's competing in the Champions League May twenty eighth. So be aware, get ready for that because. It's a it's a rematch of what was the final? Was it the 2017 final? Uh, no, it was the 20, 2018, right? It was a three peat. I think so. Because that was the last one, and then Liverpool won the following year against Tottenham. Yeah, I think 20, so. Was it 2018? Let me think. Okay. Well, last year was Chelsea, 2021. 2020 was Bayern Munich. Yeah, 2018. It was 2018. All right, there you go. Quick. All right. <laughs> now, moving on from the UEFA Champions League and now to the CONCACAF Champions League because you guys forgot. That's a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like, you guys forgot. That's a thing. It's like, should, should we insert uh, Spence? Should we insert guests here? <laughs> Surprise guest here. 
<laughs> All right. So the Seattle Sounders have beat Pumas five to two in a two leg final. Okay. I did not know that the CONCACAF Champions League is now a two leg final. <laughs> Usually you would think it's like the knockout rounds would just be the two legs. Apparently they want to be Liga Mekis. I, I, I don't I don't fucking know. Because Liga uh, Mekis is two legs. Um, yeah. I will say maybe maybe just stick to one game. Let's make it a one game neutral side, maybe. Do it in Las Vegas. I mean, Do it in yeah, Mexico. I mean... <laughs> um shelves play in El Salvador. I'm like let's let's do host country. Let's do the host the host country for a final. Let's do a host city. I, but like Jesus, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the two leg. I think, uh, but hey, Seattle won. So in the first leg, Seattle ended up drawing with Pumas two to two. Uh, Seattle had fifty five percent of the possession. Pumas outshot uh, Seattle twelve to ten, and shots on target was actually even four to four. Uh, the goals that were scored, majority were penalties. Uh, the two goals for Pumas was from Dineno in the 38th minute, which was a penalty, and in the 48th minute. In Seattle, it was Ladero in the 77th minute. It was a penalty. And in the 90th minute in stoppage time with nine minutes into stoppage. Jesus fucking Christ, what the hell? <laughs> which was a penalty. <laughs> God. How many like how many fouls and injuries happened in this game for it to be nine minutes of stoppage time? Dude, I don't even know. It could have even been that like, is just a weirdly weird number. No, but I mean like it could have been like where they're like, you know, cu- uh trying to get all the fouls and they're trying to get a time rundown. So yeah. No, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. That that could be also a thing. But yeah, holy god. And then in the second leg, which was in Seattle, so you know you had the the Seattle Sounders fans, which I think honestly probably was a good good that they got to have that second leg in Seattle, give them that home field advantage that they that they need in that loud stadium. Um, Seattle ended up beating Pumas three to nothing. The possession was fifty fifty. Seattle outshot. Clearly, home field advantage was a big factor because Seattle outshot Pumas fifteen to seven. And nine to one on shots on target. So, yeah, home field was very prevalent in in, uh, in the second leg. And the goals were scored by Raúl Ruiz Diaz in the 45th minute and the 80th minute, and by Ladero in the 80th minute, clinching the first MLS team to win the Concacaf Champions League. Which means we'll be seeing the Seattle Sounders in the in the in the FIFA Club World Cup. It was just quiet and excitement. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. We get to see Jordan Morris in the FIFA Club World Cup and get eliminated by the team in Brazil. <laughs> well, so much for you having all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's yeah. gonna be the first FIFA Club World Cup. There's gonna be some growing pains. Um, but mm-hmm. but Edward, like, how big do you think this means for the MLS just in general to finally have jumped, uh, finally beat? Liga Mekis and getting a CONCACAF Champions League title. This isn't the first I mean, CONCACAF club tournament that they've won. This is just the first time since the creation of the Champions League that uh, yeah. that an MLS team has finally lifted. I mean, I think for them, it, it means a great deal because of, like, 
like you said, you know, it's their first time. Um, personally, I mean, there hasn't been like what we we honestly thought like Columbus Crew was going to end up, you know, winning it. Um, I think uh, Sounders, LAFC, we, Toronto, we were, yeah. So it's been. I'm pretty sure it's been kind of, kind of like long time waiting, like long time coming. So. So yeah, it's just uh, it's it's something to be to be excited for for the MLS. You know, maybe it's gonna bring in more more views. Uh, even if anything, they're gonna they're gonna put those players out there. You know, like that uh, uh, out there for like the Brazilian people to watch. Um, maybe they'll be like, hey, this guy's good. They'll go ahead and pick out, go to Europe. Maybe, maybe this is the start of something new. You know, maybe they're going to start. Uh, more, more uh, players are going to start playing in the MLS. They're going to start bringing in their their squad, like their like the the players, young players, and then those players are going to end up play, going to play in, in Europe. And then, I mean, all, all the good stuff. Like you know, they they get to to experience. I just, I'm still, I'm still on that whole that pay to play thing's not cool. It's just, you know, I just, I just want the MLS to catch up to, you know, the, the other European and, and even Brazilian clubs and stuff like uh, the high end clubs, you know, I know the lower, the lower tier clubs, they do the pay to play kind of deal, but still, I, I think it's a, it's something that I, I would like to see that the MLS players be actually up against the South American clubs and uh, actually if they actually win that then you know then it's just like okay cool like this is some, this is leading somewhere this is going this is what this is actually happening like that's going to be my reaction Eric's just waiting for his right time to jump on the bandwagon <laughs> no saying. no I'm basically what I'm saying is like this is what the time to jump my kid dump my kids in there and see what they can do <laughs> But yeah, so congratulations to the Seattle Sounders for winning their first CONCACAF Champions League, but for making this historic moment for the first MLS team to win the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah. So, very big moment. Maybe not do two legs. Uh, CONCACAF. Yeah, that's that's going to be my, my, my gripe. <laughs> the gripe. One, one neutral side game, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, so players of the week, Edward. Who's your player of the week? All right, so my player of the week is a player we were actually talking about earlier. It's actually uh, Romelu Lukaku from Chelsea, who scored two goals in Chelsea's two to two draw against the Wolves. So basically, Chelsea got that point because he scored. Already yeah. pressing the new boss. I see. Yep. <laughs> Hector, what's your uh, who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Sanjo Tanali. He scored two goals in AC Milan's 3-1 comeback victory against Hellas Verona. Because, which is crazy to think because they're very, I believe they're, I think they need to win the next two games and they're, well, let me see. Well, I mean, the next two games is essentially, yeah, these next, so next two games, that's that's the season. So I don't know why the hell I made it all, made it all like dramatic like that. But, AC Milan are very close. Uh, as long as they don't screw this up, they'll be winning the Serie A 
in 11 years, since 11 years. So, mm-hmm. so can finally happen. I mean, we had Inter Milan finally break the, the Juventus cycle. So maybe maybe uh, AC Milan could be the next team to break their cycle. I don't, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. Uh, but yeah, so congratulations to Romelu Lukaku and Sandro Tonali for being our players of the week. Brought to you by In The Clutch. In The Clutch is a clothing store that is actually has licensed gear from the MLSPA, MLBPA, NCAA, and some really sick net, uh, retro looks. Um, right now, all the MLS gear that they, they do have some MLS stuff. Like shout out to the, they have some Houston Dynamo stuff, but a lot of FC Cincinnati, but a lot of great cool uh, shirts. Once again, licensed from the MLSPA, MLBPA, NCAA. They so they are licensed gear. So go ahead and check them out. Use the code insert name at checkout to get ten percent off on your purchase. So shout out to in the clutch. Uh, follow them on Twitter as well at InTheClutch.com as well. So thank you for In The Clutch for being our new sponsors for Players of the Week. I was in shock and silence. <laughs> All right, so we got some games to look forward to this coming weekend. In the MLS, we got the LA Galaxy taking on FC Dallas. Please beat the shit out of the FC Dallas. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Chichito. Come on, Chichito. Um, and, and Inter Miami taking on DC United, who destroyed the Houston Dynamo last week. Um, yeah, Houston Dynamo. They're out of the playoff race now. I mean, it's it's too, it's early in the season, but still. Yeah. So that's MLS. Liga Mekis, obviously, you have the quarterfinals. I mean, we are we mean Edward, I think, said which one's the game we'll be watching, which is Atlas versus Chivas. Yeah, that one's just gonna be really fun. So, so there you go. So, League I make make sure you guys keep an eye on that. In League One, we have Monaco taking on Brest. Obviously, the league's already won. PSG is gonna be champions, but obviously, fighting for those Champions League spots is is still up for grabs. So, Monaco versus Brest, and Stade Rennes is taking on Marseille. Okay, we're in yes. the Serie A. <laughs> AC Milan looking to keep themselves alive in this race for the championship will be taking on Atalanta. I think Atalanta might be able to stop. Might be. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, it's a good matchup though. And Juventus taking on Lazio, though I believe Juventus has secured a Champions League spot, so I don't necessarily know. But Lazio is probably fighting for some European competition, so. Yep. In the Bundesliga, Wolfsburg is taking on Bayern Munich. Hopefully, trying to take them on, trying to take advantage of the fact that these guys are basically checked out because they've won a they won a while back already. So they're not. There's no point they're in them actually trying. They're they're, they're probably going to put on their second team, like all the young bucks and the roster. Maybe a couple of the of the first of the first team. But yeah, so Wolfsburg taking on Bayern Munich. And Borussia Dortmund taking on Hertha Berlin. I mean, I believe Borussia Dortmund's already secured their Champions League spot. So, but yeah, yeah. But Edward, enjoy the last few matches that you have of Erling Haaland because pretty much I'm like, oh man. I'm sure there's, uh, I'm sure there's an, uh, another young player that they're, they're going to go take from RB Salzburg. Hopefully, 
Let's see what's up. In La Liga, we have Atletico Madrid, who came off of a big win against Real Madrid, who basically Real Madrid's also checked out because um, they've already won La Liga. But mm-hmm. congratulations, Spencer. You won the singing bet. Um, he, he's first place in the singing bet because obviously me and Spencer were dead even. Um, I couldn't sweep any league besides – well, I mean, I had Bayern Munich, but, like, obviously Spencer had got freaking six wins – no, wait, not six wins. Four wins from the Premier League. But, like, Jesus I just, rea- I, just re- I just realized all my team basically just ate shit. Well, you beat, Ar- ate- you beat Arsenal. I, I had that's Arsenal. Like, I only won that's one like, game. That's like, that's, like, that's like the consolation prize, bro. I think Arsenal only won one game for me for singing bets. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's the game that counted, but I mean, still. Mm. Oh, I'm just like, mm. but anyway, so Edward is dead last. Um, thanks to, yeah, thanks to Manchester United mm-hmm. and Barcelona yep. and Dortmund. Honestly, I had I had high hopes for Dortmund and Barcelona. Manchester you had United, high hopes for Barcelona. Yeah, I did for the rebuild. Whenever they they brought in Xavi, I was like. I was like, oh yeah, I have high hopes. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking, I was like, I have high hopes. Sorry, that was very a defeated edition of high hopes, but okay. Pretty much. But yeah, but speaking, of, well, get your get your singing ready because Spencer is going to be choosing your song of choice for our end of se- end of year episode. Um, obviously, you do have a bunch of singing bits that you still need to do. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. reminds me, I gotta, I gotta start seeing what song I have to sing for Spencer since since Real Madrid lost to Atletico Madrid. Um, but yeah, Atletico Madrid taking on Sevilla. I do believe Atletico Madrid is still competing for a spot in the Champions League. So, and Sevilla, that's definitely a good a good opportunity to jump over them. And Cadiz will be taking on Real Madrid, who once again I said are basically mentally checked out because uh, they got Champions League to worry about now. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. In the English Premier League, we have West Ham United taking on Manchester City. Manchester City obviously still has a good a good lead over Liverpool. Maybe West Ham United can can do something to help Liverpool, you know, edge themselves. It, once again, they're going for the they're going for the quadruple. So quadruple is still play for Liverpool. So you know they would love a chance to to win the Premier League. Yeah. And the other game is Everton, who is trying to avoid a relegation spot, will be taking on Brentford. Which I think they cleared they they've actually cleared themselves out after beating Leicester last week. But you know, they still want to keep winning, you know, because they don't want to be relegated. Which I mean pro- yeah. props to Lampard. I mean I think. <laughs> I mean the team was going down, but I mean it wasn't looking good for them initially. So, I mean, at least it's a success for Lampard if they stay in the Premier League. At least I would say that. But all right, man. So those are the games you should be looking forward to this coming weekend. Obviously, these are just a few games. I mean, as long as you're watching soccer, that's all that really matters. But, you know, if you guys are looking for a beginner's guide, I think we gave you some good matches to look forward to. But we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll do our three up, three down. Summertime. 
This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR, Fanatics has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at insert name FC on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanatics. Once again, thank you for Fanatics being a proud partner of insert name FC. And we're back. All right. Three up, three down. Summer. So let's see. Let's see. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too horny. All right. Spencer, straight what? down. <laughs> Number three down. Number three, tanning. Yes, I do tan or get darker in layman's terms. I like how Spencer has to explain. That is a, so that that is a that's surprising to be honest with you. What you didn't think black people get tanned? No, I mean like him. Like I, I didn't, I didn't know he tanned. I don't think he chooses to get tanned, Edward. <laughs> I, maybe that might be the next question for him. Do you choose to get tanned? Yes or no, Spence? Respond on social media, apparently. Because yeah. apparently that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number two, the heat index slash humidity. I agree. Oh, man, I agree. That's actually, that was uh, one of my downs. So, so that's number two. Number one, fearing the end of great weather and loathing the winter. Yeah, I guess I can see that. I mean, I guess, well, not fearing the winter, but knowing when summer's over and fall's coming through. No, but he's saying fear guess, the end of good weather. So, obviously, because spring, the weather is decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how it is in Alabama. But, well, honestly, freaking <laughs> the spring here in Houston is like a prelude to the summer. So, it's not necessarily. It's still warm. It's still warm. <laughs> it's still pretty it's warm. warm. But obviously, once the summer hits, it's a, which, by the way, my my brother is uh, actually going to come visit in June from L, from well from Nevada. But, he, you know, he's from L, you know, from L.A., but now moved, moved to Nevada. But he's moved. He's going to come visit us in in June, which I'm like, good God, he's going to die. Yeah, obviously, the weather in California and Nevada is completely different to the weather here in Houston, Texas. So especially in June, you're talking about peak summer. So, I feel I feel for you, bro. But Joe, oh, man, that's gonna be bad. I feel bad for him. Yeah. But we're going to the beach, so maybe that help. That'll help. <laughs> yeah. True. True. All right, Edward. But uh, what's your what's your three down? All right. So my three down is actually um, number three. Uh, the I was gonna say the pollution. I'm tripping. The, the, uh, the pollution. The shut up! No, <laughs> shut up! That's not what I meant. Um, so like when the stores are all packed of people, because basically nobody's at work and nobody's at the school, so all, all the stores are basically packed. Doesn't even matter. It could be Walmart. It could be a clothing store. It could be the the store you least expect to be packed. It's packed just because there's people that don't have anything else to do, but it's packed. I don't know how it is now with like with COVID going around and stuff. Every everybody basically thinks COVID's done. I still think it's around. All right. Um, number two, the um, so the um, the quote unquote summer sales that go on, uh, especially like um, working at a dealership. You know, I say the quote unquote because. Uh, trust me right now used cars are at an all-time high so this summer is going to be everybody's going to be looking for one trading in their 
your old stuff and then trying to get a, a newer car or a used car depending um but yeah so basically it's like it's gonna work is gonna pile up even more um right now especially with uh things that have been going on people have been stealing uh catalytic converters so all that crap you know that just piles on even more so it just goes on my mind i'm like man i was like that's gonna give people more reason to you know go out there and try to steal more shit um damn it people why can't you just fucking find a job it's like stealing shit uh, <laughs> so yeah that's my number two meant my number one so my number one is actually the heat index the the temperature the heat basically going into your car and you're like damn it says it's 97 all right bet you get into your car it's in your car it's like 110 degrees because you're just like at least, you don't have, at least you don't have leather seats oh not anymore oof thank you if, thankfully i don't not anymore man yeah fortunately but, i do but yeah no and it's cool though because like the thing is uh as soon as i turn on the car i have the the, the ac set to automatic it automatically just starts blowing cold air so i'm like yay um but you know um yeah uh that's that's the summertime that's my down so, all right so yeah. at number three i have um the fact that i don't have a summer break no more because <laughs> you know I obviously, I can agree with you. Huh? i was like i guess i can agree with you on that one you know because when you were in high school when you were in school or or college you obviously well not even college because i mean obviously you start working but like as mm-hmm. soon as you get out of high school like you know there's it's, there's no more summer break you know you don't get to yep. hang out with your friends during the summer or go to pools and stuff like that because um well because now you have responsibilities <laughs> so there's no more no more summer so my my first time my first time having experience of summer when i don't have a summer break anymore was definitely like sucks i hate adulting so Mm. so yeah no more no more summer breaks uh number two uh yeah things get really packed like i mean just because the fact that there is people that just don't have school anymore so things do get packed um you gotta be like really time sensitive when it comes to like planning trips because you don't want to go where every when everybody's going around like you gotta pick you know you guys, I feel like right now, this is like the prime time now to start looking at like plane tickets and see which one's cheaper because those are the ones like, oh, people aren't going around this time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like kind of pick you know and it. choose your vacations wisely here now, folks. No, um, which exactly I, I don't, I don't rate vacation time yet at my job. So no vacation for me this, this summer. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it, it so that, that's my number two. And then number one, I mean, it's the heat. It's it's the heat. Like I mean, just the fact that, like, especially here in Houston, with the with the humidity. So, with the humidity, like it may say it's a hundred and ten degrees outside, but with the humidity, it jumps up to one twenty. Yeah. And so it's like, and it's like, it doesn't matter if you're under shade; it's still hot because it's like oh, it's, 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 it's still humidity. hot. That's what humidity does. <laughs> you can't hide in shade. That's why I always tell people why I like I prefer dry heat. Like I would not have a problem living in Arizona because if I'm under shade, I'm under shade. You know? Mm-hmm. Whereas here in Houston, shade don't uh, humidity don't care. You're under shade, well, you'll still be sweating. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, number yeah, number one, the heat. This is just is is the heat. <laughs> but I mean, for my job, for my job, I mean that's a good thing because obviously people now need AC. Yeah, pretty much. So, so summer's gonna be really rough for me. Uh, I, I definitely <laughs> believe that. All right, three up. Number three, sundresses at the drag strip. Told you it was gonna be at least somewhat horny in this thing. Yeah, right. Somewhat. <laughs> All right, Spencer. But you know what? Yeah, it is. It is sundress season. So. All right, number two, grudge racing at the drag strip. Apparently, it just the drag strip is where is the place to go. <clears throat> and number one, May Day. It's a month long block party event for the entire month in different mornings hmm. oh so that's cool they, so there's a local thing that happens in may right now yeah. right now it's going on oh okay all right ever what's your three up all right so my three up is actually number three it's gonna sound like i'm an old fuddy-duddy but the no traffic in the mornings oh because there's, there's no school, school there's no, no school traffic. traffic yeah mm-hmm. number three and then my number two is actually the um the the okay so i'm probably gonna go with like spencer over here um you know the bathing suit season like uh bikini season sundress season basically all right so once again <laughs> told you it was gonna be kind of horny <laughs> and then number one actually being able to be in the pool outside with my kids like they actually love being outside in the pool. So it's always fun playing with them. Like we'll play catch, we'll play like water, uh, shooting water with the water guns and stuff like that. Like it is pretty fun. It's pretty fun with them. So I think we stayed out like one time, I think we stayed out to like three hours, bro. I had to put sunscreen on myself because I changed color. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. What about you? All right, number three. It's 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 my favorite. It is my the thing that the one thing I like more than any, and ever could tell you this. I love being in any form, any body of water, like a oh, lake, yeah. a river, the beach, a pool. I really like swim. I really like to swim, um, and so I just love being in a body of water. Obviously. The only time that you know, the 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 only logical reason to go to any body of water is the summertime, so that's definitely one of my one of the things that I like. Um, so that's my number three. Number two, it it is the um, it's gonna sound corny, but my favorite holiday is the Fourth of July. Mm. So you know, especially it's cool to go with my nieces to go see the fireworks and all that. So I can't wait, can't wait for Fourth of July. So. Um, kind of sucks because bro will get scared about the fireworks, but I think he's gotten better over the years. Um, uh, and then my number one is um, yeah, there's no traffic. <laughs> there's no traffic, and that means a lot in Houston, especially right now because they closed off one of the exits on fifty nine and six ten. Oh, so that, going that way, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be tremendously useful right now. And that's I mean, gonna... for, for my commute to work doesn't necessarily need need me to go on the freeway, but obviously, 
Well, I mean, the only thing that's going to suck is that people will be going to the gallery, which I don't really go to the gallery anyway. So, no, I don't. I don't go there. But yeah, so but no traffic. That's that's going to be the beauty of it. not having to, especially when you're trying to get out of your house, like trying to get out of the driveway, and there's like just a bunch of cars because they're trying to drop oh, yeah. the kids off at school. Yeah, especially me. Me and Edward literally live right next to an elementary. Our, like our houses are by elementary school. Mm-hmm. And it's like on the street of the elementary school. Oh yeah, that so sucks. the traffic sucks, like really bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, so that is our three up, three down. Bless you. Thank you. But that's our three up, three down. We want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, bellyupsports.com. Follow them on Twitter at Belly Up Sports, and also at Belly Up Media, so you'll be notified of who's on and on the Belly Up TV channel brought to you by Tiki Live. Um, shout out to Alejandro Gomez, who created the Instagram Name FC logo. We love the logo. Edward loves the logo. He not only does he love the logo, he loves Alejandro. Yeah, I love Alejandro. Uh, Spencer loves the logo. People love the logo. Our logo is pretty iconic. So if you guys want an iconic logo, well, hit her up on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. And of course, shout out to our main man, the myth, the legend, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award, Roosevelt Spencer. He is our producer. He makes our beats, our intros, our outros. He he has to try to fix our audio for our sing for the singing bed songs to make it sound at least somewhat decent. Basically, his 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 goal is to make me sound like T Pain. He just <laughs> auto-tunes the fuck out of me, which I mean I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you guys love our beats, love, love our, for the show, well, Spencer's our guy. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. Thanks for listening to episode 88. Catch us next week for episode 89. Edward's birth year. Yeah, there you go. Good one. And, and Spencer's birth year. Oh, there you go. Good so, one. So there you go. So hit episode 89. That is so crazy. We're, we're almost to a hundred. Mm-hmm. But all right. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week. Take care, guys. You've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria and I'm Mike and we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com/teamready. slash